Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. And we are coming to you today from our apartment, as we always do, but now we are spending a lot more time here. We're never leaving. Because we are deep in the midst of uh, the coronavirus crisis, uh, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. But before we do, Jacqueline, what are we drinking today? We are drinking the mango passion fruit sour that we also picked up on our trip to Ball Top Brewing. Yeah, shout out to Ball Top Brewing. Uh, oh my god, I'm... Uh, I am pouring this so bad. In the first episode, I made After fun of Jacqueline. Me so much yeah, crap. I, I made fun of Jacqueline for doing such a terrible job pouring a beer, and now there's like, about four inches of foam in my glass. It's all foam. It's mostly foam. So while I do the frat boy trick of uh, of getting this out, uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what our past week has been like? I think for everyone in the running community, this has just been a week of race cancellations. Pretty much every time I open my, well, I mean, not even race cancellations, right? Cancellations for everything. Every time I open my email, another thing is closed, another thing is canceled. And I think before we start really going into this, we want to point out that we understand a race being canceled is really not the end of the world when you look at what some other people are suffering through. Absolutely. The scale of this is still really being uh, revealed to us and it's getting worse. Um, we recognize that, you know, the worst things that have happened to us are some, some race cancellations and, um, you know, <laughs> we are working from home, which isn't even that bad, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things. But um, we are cognizant that there are that this is very much a life and death situation for many many people we have seen the photos on social media of people who aren't able to go visit their elderly uh, parents or grandparents in their nursing homes and have to see them from through the window uh, this is really you know and there's a lot of people who might be losing their jobs because of the economic impacts of this so before we get too far into it we want to say that we do have perspective on this and we do recognize uh, that this is really serious for a lot of people and our hearts absolutely go out to them and um, you know it's gonna be a really rough time and I think that you know, we're very cognizant of that and that uh, this is a running podcast so we're gonna talk about how it is affecting our running and I think you know if this is managed well there will be many more start lines for everyone there yes. will always be more races but I, I think we still have to recognize and be allowed to be upset that these these things that we've been working towards are not happening. Right, and you know that is something that we have really had to come to grips with this week. Uh, it started off, you know, I think the first race that was canceled was the the uh, DC Rock and Roll Half Marathon that I had been training for. That you had been trying to PR. I was trying to PR, uh, and but you know the. You're the one who's really suffered the real blow this week. Uh, you know, your, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what your experience has been like uh, over the last few days? So my marathon got canceled, which was pretty devastating, if not surprising. Uh, I was sort of waiting, waiting to see. I was supposed to be running the Coastal Delaware Running Festival Marathon April 19th, which I thought might be far enough out that it would be spared. Um, but the city in Delaware where it's held, um, declared a state of emergency through the end of April that required all events that had more than 100 people to be canceled. So uh, my marathon was a casualty of this, and it has been like pretty devastating. Definitely had a good cry when I got the email. 
But the race directors have really been fantastic. Very, very open communication. They let people know via email as soon as it was canceled. Uh, so people could change travel plans and just sort of adjust accordingly. Um, and then within 24 hours of getting that email, I had another email with sort of their, their four options for different ways to handle it. And you've really been going back and forth quite a bit in your mind about what you want to do. Uh, it's probably a little too soon in the, in the process. You know, it's only been a couple days, but uh, you've really, your mind's been swinging a lot in the last few, last few days, even hours about what you're planning on doing, what you want to do. Yeah, I am very torn. So the organizers have offered the option to make it a virtual run. And why don't you explain to people what a virtual run is? So that would basically mean participants, wherever they are, would just go out and run the race distance. So for the marathon, 26.2 miles, and then the race organizers would send you the t-shirt and the medal for that race, um, which seems sort of like it would be like a period at the end of the training process. It would be you know, all this building would be like to an end point. Right. And I would run the 26.2 miles and it, it would have felt like my training meant something and, and was going towards something. But, you know, I would basically just be out running, running the streets by myself. It would right. just be a really long run that, you know, it, it would be my longest run in a, in a while. And there's no, there's no water stops there's, there's no, no water stops, there's no porta potties, there's no there's no support on the course, right. which makes it kind of a different beast. Um, the other option is to defer uh, to next year's race, or they also do like a, a racing weekend in the fall in September, but that doesn't include a marathon. So right. not an option for me. Uh, deferring, I mean, I was really looking forward to this race, like a early spring weekend on the beach. Like I think it'd be really fun to do, but also, just the idea of like starting training for this all over again seems so daunting. Right. Um, so, I, I really don't know what I'm going to do yet. I mean, there's also the option of targeting another marathon, either if this gets better remarkably fast, like maybe in early May, there would be an opportunity to do a race and use this training. I don't know if I'm holding my breath for that right now, given yeah. how much is canceled. Um, I, I've also looked at you know marathons later in the year, but I f have been feeling sort of ready to be done with marathon training for a little bit and like take sort of a mental and physical break and focus on shorter races. So I'm like very torn about whether or not I want to add a marathon to my fall winter racing schedule. And just, you know, maybe the best option is to, we have a few halves later this summer that will hopefully happen. Uh, maybe the best option is to focus on those and come back to a marathon at another time. I I just feel like I really, part of the reason I wanted to do this is, you know, to go to the expo and shop for the year and cross the finish line and like have a time. I've already run a marathon. I want to like have a fun race day experience and potentially run a better time. And the virtual race isn't going to give me those, but in some ways, like it's the only option I have to, to do something now. So my mind is just a jumble. I really can't stop thinking through my options. Kyla can attest every time I'm like, but can I just say one more thing about the race? He's getting a little sick of hearing about it. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think it's just going to take some time to figure out the best path forward. It really is kind of a grieving process and it's tough to, uh, 
collect your thoughts in in the immediacy, in the, you know, in the immediate aftermath of the decision, and uh, you know, it's it's tough to figure out where you want to go, and especially right now, there's so there's so much uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're really only a few weeks into this becoming a serious problem stateside, and we have no idea how much worse it's going to get, and how much more thi- how many more things are going to be affected. You know, right now we have some races scheduled for May and June that we don't know if they're going to happen. You know, who knows? Uh, so, you know, tell me a little bit about like what it's how how are you trying to. Uh, calm yourself and to try and like uh to make a, a, a smart decision like the, the right decision like is there is there a thought process that you're going through are you just uh riding the waves of emotion and not really putting too much forethought into it like you know what's what's your mindset right now uh as you try to figure out how to go forward i think riding the waves of emotion is a good yeah, way it seems like that's what's been good like. <laughs> good way to say it it's been really uh messy emotionally for me I've just been really upset um if you've listened to past episodes we've talked about I was supposed to do a marathon in November and got hurt uh halfway through training so that was you know probably 200 miles and then wasn't able to do that race and now this you know I've been training since December put in 250 miles and now like this is another marathon that isn't going to happen so it's really upsetting honestly the first thing that I did uh, was I went out to Runner's World and was like, what have they written about this? Like, they're going to let them talk to sports therapists and sports psychologists and tell me how I should be feeling. And they had done an article. I guess the problem, they're like, you know, enjoy running again and rely on your friends. And But... I've been talking to my friends and you, and everyone's just like, I'm sorry, that's terrible. I'm that's like, that's not much else you can that say. That doesn't fix the problem, right? right? Like, and this, this article is like, you know, just deal with it, basically. It was like, come, come, allow yourself to grieve and come to terms with it and like enjoy running. But like, that doesn't fix this either. Like, the, the problem is that I want to just do the race as I intended to do it. Right. And that nothing I'm going to read or talk to is going to make that be an option again. Um, so it's been, it's been tough. I mean, I shouldn't, you and my friends have all been wonderful in listening to me talk about this ad nauseum and apologizing and treating it like a big deal, even though in the grand scheme of life, like, it's just a race. Um, and I think, you know, try, like, interacting with the runners community on Instagram has been helpful. Uh, one runner, because everyone is going through it right so now. So many people are are affected by this, and happen, it's happening to them. So one runner was like, because I'm like, my first thought is like 250 miles just wasted. Right. And it's like, no, like today I went out for a three and a half mile run, and I felt really strong, and I felt really fast, and I felt really good. And it's like, just because I don't get to use the fitness for a marathon, like I still have that fitness. Right. And like maybe I'll be able to PR a half later this year because I've built this really strong base. And I think, you know, every, I've been through three marathon training cycles now and only run one race, but every training cycle, I learn about things I would do differently next time. And, you know, I'm trying, I feel like in a few days, I'll be able to really focus on these positives, but right now I am just upset. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, I mean, it's completely within your rights. That's that's totally, um, you know, I, 
I had my the ha like you said the half marathon I was training for is can is canceled. Uh, the the uh, cherry blossom run in DC, which we were both very much looking forward to at the beginning of April, is also we just got word this morning that it is canceled. Uh, but these for me are, you know, the runs I wanted to do. But I have not, you know, it's it's not just a race really, like a marathon. You you do gear your life toward it in some way and you're very much you're focused on eating to prepare for it and running to prepare for it and resting to prepare for it all and, the mornings i have been out of bed before the sun to run nine miles before work like i wouldn't have been sad not doing that you right. know the reason i do it is because i'm like okay like this is going to be the payoff for all this work and i want to run the marathon strong, so I'm gonna do this to get myself there. And then it's like, but now there's nowhere to get. Right. So it is frustrating and yes, no, definitely, it's definitely, this is definitely a time to you take, a sip take, a little, take a little sip of the beer. How is it, by the way? Are you enjoying it? It's excellent. It is just as good as it was last week at the brewery. Yes, no, it's super good. Uh, it is, it's just a trying time right now. And I think there's so much uncertainty the, you know, the only certain thing that I felt this week was that <laughs> starting on starting on Monday, I was like, my, I, I'm pretty sure the races I'm planning on running are going to be canceled. Uh, and it seems like that, that, that kind of axe has been hanging over everyone's head quite a bit if, in the running community because, I mean, Boston's canceled. Postponed. Postponed, sorry. But the fact of the matter is, like, if you qualify for Boston, you want to do it on Patriots Day, yeah. like running, I, it, it is a huge accomplish, accomplishment to qualify for Boston and the people who run it should be proud either way. But as someone who like went to school there and loves the Boston Marathon, like it's a special day. running it in September is just not the same. It, just like I'm dealing with, it is not the race day experience that all of those people had planned right. and worked so hard for. It is going to be a very, very strange year where lots of things are either in different times than they were planned to be, or um, you know, not happening at all. In the case of you know the NCAA tournament, which is one of my favorite sporting events of the year, uh, it's a it's a really unprecedented situation. And I think that like there is you know it, we were comparing it earlier to like something like a hurricane, a severe weather event that uh, disrupts life for uh, a few weeks. Maybe you know if it's if it's like New Orleans, the wake of Katrina. Uh, many many years but like this is something that um, you know you really that not, there's not just like a weekend of games that are canceled or a weekend of events that are canceled but it's not only stuff that's happening this month that's canceled there's stuff that's happening next month and uh, into the summer already so uh, we have no idea how long this is going to be affecting us and uh, it seems like that the only the only sure thing in life right now is that uh, things that you're planning for and that you are looking forward to are probably not going to happen, which is a really tough thing to come to grips with. And I think for Cherry Blossom, I like never really try to run that race hard because it's very crowded and like if you run it during peak bloom, it's gorgeous. Beautiful so race. you're in no huge rush. I'm I'm never in any huge rush, uh, but you know, two of my best friends where we're gonna run it this year. Yep. Your best friend was going to do his first 10 miler, has yep. been training for it. We were going to have like a big pasta dinner beforehand. So I think in that case, it's like not so much about the race, but like the, experience. the, the loss of like social, like social time, which is something we were talking about. Like it's just so isolating yes. to be like 
I just can't be around the people right. I care about other we're, than you. Yeah, right, exactly. We, we got each other we through each this. Other. Uh, you were telling me a little bit about uh, the New York Marathon in the wake of Hurricane or Superstorm Sandy yep. in 2012 and how a, a good group of people still got together to go run the course and uh, you know kind of get that sense of running community and it's, still run their marathon. But like, this is not a situation where you can go down to Delaware and gather with a, a group of a couple hundred people and still run the course because right. the people are the, the problem. The people are the problem. <laughs> you know, in, in, in the way that, <laughs> not that the, the people are a problem in that you, they will spread the disease to you. The people themselves, I'm sure, would be just quite I'm lovely. sure they'd be lovely. No, yeah. but like, it's, it's not like, oh, the course isn't safe or like, it's like, the, it's not like you could do it in another group. Right. The, the gathering is the, is the issue. issue here. Yeah, and it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's wreaking havoc on a lot of our plans, our, our ability to, you know, like in, in, the first, in our first episode, we talked about how important running is to us, not just in uh, a physical sense, but in a mental and emotional sense, that this is something that, that grounds us quite a bit. And I know for me, last weekend, we talked about, uh, you know, the last episode, we talked about cross-training and Orange Theory. And the other day, I went to pause my Orange Theory membership because I don't think I'm going to be comfortable being in a small room with, uh, you know, even if they limit class sizes to half, that's still 15 people who you're sweating in next to and everything like that. Uh, I, you know, you're, you're going to lo you lose that immediately. And I've been saying a lot that, like, I feel like I'm going to have to run every day just to make sure I get out of the apartment and get my, uh, get my blood moving a little bit. But at the same time, we live in Washington, D.C. We often are spending time running on the National Mall. It's a huge place for tourists. Uh, and like even just today, we both ran in that area and encountered large groups of people, which yeah. is unsettling. I, I went for like a three and a half-ish mile run. It was beautiful. I felt great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely crowds. The cherry blossoms are starting to come out here which are drawing more people. Yep. And I think people, I mean, it's only been a few days, but I think people are already getting, they're like, oh, it's nice out, I wanna go outside. Yep. Yep. And, you know, I am, you know, I'm sure people think I'm crazy because I'm sure most of these people are not sick, but I am swerving around groups of people, yep. like running in the street when I have to. Like, I don't want to be near people at all. Yeah, I do think that, we are both plugged into the news and are have been paying attention to this probably closer than most uh, when it was first when it was in China and then you know as it's spread across the world. So we I think we are probably a little bit more cautious than the average bear. I also have asthma, so as, respiratory as well. diseases tend to hit me hard right. and in so general. It's important for both of us. You you are high risk, and it's important for me to act as if I am high risk in order to make sure that. I don't pass anything to you and through some carelessness. Been uh, a lot of hand washing, so a lot of Clorox wipes. Oh my God. My, Shout out to my mom for sending us a box yeah. of Clorox wipes because you can't buy them here. Seriously. Uh, it's, I didn't quite realize until today mm -hmm. as we unpacked that box that we got last weekend that uh, we are now the Clorox wipes king and queens of uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's just a weird time. And it's really unsettling and strange and disruptive and... I think that this is some a time that I'm really thinking that like I, I, I need to turn to running. Yes. In order to help me get through this, because 
Otherwise, there's a real possibility that we spend all 24 hours a day in this apartment, mm -hmm. which is smart for our making sure that we're safe and, and not encountering anything that's going to make us sick and put us in danger. But at the same time, cabin fever is a real thing. I have definitely already, not because of cabin fever, but just because of, you know, the news is just overloaded with like bad news this about this crazy, and yeah. like opening my email and this is canceled. This is canceled. Like, you know, concerts are shutting down. Kennedy Center is shutting down. Like there is just no sense of normalcy and it is so just unsettling and I have definitely felt my anxiety getting worse and my like mental health suffering because of that and I feel like it's so easy for me to be like okay I'm just not gonna leave the house like this is the safest thing I'm just not going outside but running and training for the marathon and being like I gotta check this runoff was the thing that I was like okay like I'm gonna get out of the house today to do this run get out in the sunshine and it, it yeah. made me feel better so I think regardless of what happens with training specifically for a certain race running is something we both really have to prioritize right. for as long as we can people in yeah. china are not running outside but right. as long and as we can do it safely yeah i intend to that's log a, my miles. that's an important thing like we are we are not doctors we're reading the same uh public <laughs> publicly available information that everyone else is but from what i can gather and what I can, be, what I've been reading from the CDC and from Runners World says it's okay. Runners to run World outside. and like uh, you know the various public health uh, public health entities that are putting out information. It seems that running is probably okay right now uh, because for the most part, like we're running past people, we're not in close contact with anyone right. for a while. Super brief. You know, we're, most of our per those interactions are short. Uh, you know, if, if anything, you're standing at, you're standing at a crosslight with people. I stand six feet away from people I, I, at, you know, at and, and that's what I think I do. I, I ran in the street to get around a group of people today. I've been, you know, it's really standoffish. And basically, <laughs> I've kind of put into place the same uh, protocols that I do in the summer months here in Washington, D.C., where it is uh, super, super humid and hot, and I often run without a shirt and become super, super sweaty. So I stand far away from people on those times and try to avoid them as much as possible so as to not uh, splash them with my, uh, with my Midwestern sweat that is not, uh, still not adjusted to this climate. But, you know, I'm, st I'm, st I'm keeping my distance from people, and I'm just like, oh, so this is basically just what I do in the summer, but uh, trying to do it now in a way that is keeping my, you know, keeping myself healthy. So given all that, given the uncertainty of life and our situation right now, like what are you, and, and, and honestly, and you're coming off of a pretty devastating decision uh, or devastating uh, piece of news that you're gonna not be really having a race next month. Uh, what's your what? What are you thinking about for this week? What, what are your plans for running for the coming days? See, you tell me that I have to just like give it time and give myself time to figure out what I'm going to do. But like, am I running my 18 miler tomorrow? I have no idea right now right. if I'm going to continue on with training or if I'm going to because there's no reason to run an 18 miler if I'm not right. going to at least run the virtual race. That's a stupid amount of distance to run for no reason in my personal opinion i'm sure there are ultra marathoners out there who'll just, disagree we'll do, it for, do it for fun yeah um i don't know i feel like 
I don't know what I'm going to do about my long run this week. No idea. But looking beyond that, I mean, I, don't, I, I could see myself sort of keeping up with the rhythm of training just because I like it. And like, I like going out for like a seven mile run midweek, like a longish run midweek. And I mean, even on the days I don't run, I definitely intend to like go for a walk. Yesterday, I, it was an off day for me, but I walked over to a dog park and kept my distance. There are a lot of corgis that live in the neighborhood with this so dog many park. So I was hoping to see a corgi and I was so sad that I didn't. Um, but yeah, I think like getting out for walks on days I don't run and still trying to run like five days a week. But in terms of distance, this is why I like have to figure out what I'm going to do is because I don't know how far or when I'm going to run this week. But, right. but I think aiming to continue to run most days a week will be good for me. Sticking, I was actually talking before we uh, started recording this about like doing my long run midweek because it stays light after work and there are so many people on the mall on the weekends. I think it might be a little less crowded on weeknights. It's bizarre how many people were out today. There were a ton of, I mean, it's, it was a nice day. It's a nice day, but- There were a ton of people. Yeah, no, it, it, it gives you a reality check that like, we're taking this very seriously. And I know a lot of people who are taking it very seriously, but there are still people out who are just wandering around and, and in, in large groups and, and yeah. seem to be not, so. So, I mean, I'm definitely gonna still be running this week. I like, I really love running like anywhere between five and seven miles. That's like a really happy distance for me right now. So I'll aim around there, but yeah. I don't know. Or I'll decide I want to do the virtual race and like stick with my marathon training and do that. But I do need to make a decision at some point. I think it'll come to you. I think that's the, the tough thing about, about grieving and about like having, you know, being really disappointed is that you don't. You don't, you know, your mind is all over the place and you're, it, there is a lot of, well, I want to do this. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do, do this other thing. And your mind goes back and forth. And I know it's really, it's really a tough situation. And I, you know, <laughs> it doesn't help that if this was an, uh, a cutback week when you had a 10-mile a run scheduled for this weekend, that would be one thing. 18 miles is, is a long way. But you know, I think that it's important to keep running keep you know, for sure even just to even, yeah, I I have advocated for dialing back a little bit if you don't decide to do the virtual race in order to just the, the grind of marathon training is super real mm -hmm. and um, doing the 18 mile run when there is no higher destination in mind is kind of a little bit tough to wrap your mind around but you know it's it's you'll 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 figure it out right what about you, Kyle? What are your running plans for the week? Uh, just keep going. Um, I know, I, th I think, I'm, I'm really happy with the amount of distance I'm running now. My training is obviously going to change quite a bit because I'm not, I, I gotta find a different way to cross train now. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think about, like, I don't feel really super comfortable about the idea of like going even down into our apartment gym and lifting weights with other right. people around. Uh, so I'm trying to figure that out right now if that, you know, I'd like to get out of out of the apartment for a little bit into the into the fresh air every day. So whether that's do like a bench strength workout. Yeah, I, I'm 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 thinking about like even just like inside the apartment here. Like I can do squats and I can do push ups and and this and crunches well, I'm like that. Home. <laughs> yeah, you'll she'll she'll be working and I'll be like you know over in our kitchen ten feet away, uh, trying to do a little little workout. But Love it. it's um, 
you know, I, I think that like I'm, I'm happy with the distances I'm going right now, even regardless of the fact that like I'm not, you know, in a few weeks I'm not going to be running a half marathon. Uh, I think I'll probably keep up doing the same amount of long run, like the same distance long run, and uh, do what uh, my my spreadsheet on uh, on Google Google Drive says I should be doing. But it is, I mean, it's tough, and everything could could change in a week. We could be sitting here next weekend and have you know. France just shut down a bunch, you know, basically a whole bunch of their society today. Spain has to, like, who knows if that's going to happen here. Like, uh, so for the time being, I'm going to try and get outside as much as I can, run, you know, four or five miles, either not, maybe not every day, but a few times a week and mm-hmm. do a 13, 12 or 13 mile run on the weekends. But it's, it's tough. Uh, and I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty confident in, my and my plans and whatever but i i have no idea how things are going to be changed on a day-to-day basis or a week-to-week basis so uh you know i i was really happy with (laughs) what i was doing before uh and it's uh so it's an interesting time it's um I, i i do think that it is very important to keep running i think the running is going to become a very important part of our lives even more so than it already has and running boosts your long runs will like negatively impact your immune system but in general being healthy again not a doctor according to what i read according to what we read online being healthy and running will make your immune system better like working out is really good for you both mentally and physically and like i'm i'm not going to be not going to be biking to work uh, you know, bike, biking to and from work anymore uh, for, you know, for, and, and, you know, until further notice. So that's something that, like, even... Ride the, your bike from our bedroom to our desk. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I, I could, I, I could, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I could go ride the bike down the street and then come, and come right back because that's my commute now. But it is a situation where, uh, yeah, th- those were a way to get, you know, those, those, those 10, 15-minute rides to work were a way to get my endorphins up and my blood pumping even on my, on my rest days. Uh, and I don't have that anymore, so I'm gonna have to try and make sure to keep that going. But you know, we'll see. I think that we'll, by the time we record our next episode, we'll probably have a better sense of what our lives are going to look like and what uh, what our our fitness schedule is going to going to look like. Our next race is on the calendar for the first weekend in May. Yes. So still on as of now. That is still very much TBD. Still on, but we we have not heard anything about that one. So we will see. As of yesterday, uh, right. As of yesterday, Cherry Blossom was still on and got canceled. So, right. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's a tough it's a tough thing, and I you know anyone who's who's listening, I would do encourage you to absolutely take care of yourself and stay safe. But like this is it is an important time to make sure that you're you're exercising for your mental health because you're, you're going to be sitting inside and like kind of being in isolation for a while. Even, you know, if you're lucky enough to be like us who, even if you're with someone you love, it's still, you know, you need to be, you can't, you can't just be sitting in the same room for weeks on end and, you know, without like losing your mind a little bit. So, um, encourage you to keep, keep running and to make sure you're staying a safe distance away from other people. But like, uh, it's an important time to remember what really grounds you and is, you know, important to your life. Wash your hands. Wash your hands a lot. A friend of mine who is big on 
fitness classes actually said that she might uh, start give a run a try during this because fitness classes are inside with a lot of people touching equipment and mats. So even if you're not a runner, go for a run, go Go for for a a walk. Go for a mile or two, give it a shot, see what happens. But who, you know, just take care of yourself. I think that's the most important thing right now is to make sure that we're doing the right things as a, as you know, we are very much all in this together. Uh, Just because you don't think you're sick doesn't mean that you can't pass it along to someone who uh, is could be really endangered. So, yes, m- work out outside, run, walk, whatever. But make sure that if you're not feeling under, if you're feeling under the weather, staying in is the best way to do it. Yeah. Like, you know. But I don't know. It's a tough time. It is. I mean, I think you can tell from this conversation. It's been a little rambling. We're a little. We're all, all over the, the place. Yeah, we've been all over the place for days. It's been. It's been a really trying week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just you know, you when you're paying attention to the news and you're when you're into it and you're like seeing all these things that are happening, all these things are being canceled, and they're they're good things. I think we should definitely say like it's good that our races have been canceled. Yes, I'm glad people are taking it seriously. It is. It it, it really is, um, and we recognize that it's disappointing and it's it's heartbreaking and like it it really is a bummer. But it's the right thing, and if it works, then it you know the worst thing that happens is we don't run some races. Like that's fine. I'd rather have that than uh, you know end up in the hospital or something right. to that effect because we risked it and ended up uh, being in a large crowd that we shouldn't have been in. I know Cherry Blossom is offering the option to defer, so I think I'm going to do that. Definitely want to be able to do that race next year. Like they'll always be next spring yep, to exactly. get in some of these races that we do love so much. Right. But in the meantime, we're going to hang out, run outside. We binge watch some shows. Binge watch some shows. Maybe all this. We were talking about watching all the Star Wars. Yeah. We still haven't seen the new one. So no spoilers, guys. But. I've man, I've seen them all, but as we learned earlier, I was like, "What's this one?" I don't you remember have half no, of them. No, no so. memory of, of these of these <laughs> movies, but uh, it would be like the first time for me. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, and we're gonna drink some beer. How was it? It was great. How would you think of it? You're not typically a big sour. I'm fan. not a big sours fan, but this is pretty good. I, uh, I, it's not overwhelming. I like you. You like a sour that basically like. Punch, it's like a warhead. Warhead, Yeah, Yeah, you like a punchy in the face sour. This is very passion fruity. That's the overwhelming flavor and scent. That's that. That was the. That's what I remember about it being in the bar at uh, at Bald Top is that when just even just the the, when you go to drink it and you sniff it a little bit, it's just all passion fruit, which is a really interesting. Not something you really Mm -mm. think you get from a beer, which is great. Uh, Yeah, it's a good thing that we went there and bought so much to stock up a little bit because we're gonna be in here for a little while. We have a full wine rack too, so depending on how long we're here, maybe we'll be uh, running on vine. Yeah. And if <laughs> and if and, and if it goes beyond that, then we're going to, have to be uh, like spirited running, and break, breaking into the uh, end of the bar. Suffice to say, we are not going to run out of alcohol. No, no, I, I might. I mean, we have. We can make hand sanitizer. We could. <laughs> we probably should. We. we we would definitely no. I, I'm. We'll cut I, all this. I would no, no. We're gonna we're we're leaving this in. Uh, I am. I don't trust my mixing abilities to make make our own hand sanitizer. I'd much rather drink it than I would. Uh, hand sanitizer? Not the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I'd much rather drink the alcohol than use it to botch some hand sanitizer. Well, if you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, 
call your parents, call call your friends, make sure you're keeping in touch with people, and um, you know, keep running. Try and you know, make sure you're getting outside and getting the miles uh, because it's going to help a lot. Hopefully, I'm not a doctor, so don't. If <laughs> this is the disclaimer, <laughs> uh, yeah, this has been running on tap. A, a very subdued coronavirus edition of running on tap we've it's been a sad week in that it's been a it's been a rough week i think it's been so we want to i mean we said we would always be real with you guys and this is this is is where we are it's 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 true this is a this is a sad week for us in that we are we are losing races we are losing the ability to hang out with some of our friends that we haven't seen in a while uh but hopefully, if we go through weeks like this, that means that we won't be um, having to deal with more serious crises down, right. down the line. And uh, we hope everyone, we want to encourage everyone to take this seriously, to, um, like I said, wash your hands. Wash your hands. And use hand sanitizer. Oh. Wipe, wipe Washing down your hands, hands is better. Washing your hands is better. And uh, yeah, it's just make sure, make sure you're, you're, you're taking it seriously that people around you know to take it seriously your parents i'm talking about people's parents call them and because the boomers the boomers think they're this is fine and we want to make sure that everyone knows that they should they should be taking care of themselves too so uh yeah this is running on tap wash your hands wash your hands uh you can find us on spotify and a number of other platforms yeah we're on like seven of them now yeah anchor shout out to anchor uh but mostly Spotify. Listen to us on Spotify. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Running on Tap. I'm remembering the Instagram handle two weeks in a row now. Props. Killing it. Uh, uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Probably talking about a little more of this fallout and hopefully talking a little bit about maybe a return to normal. Yeah, hopefully. Or <laughs> a descent into something so much worse. We'll okay. see. <laughs> uh, and who knows maybe we'll go we can start going insane and we'll just start recording every day because we got nothing else to do we could we could do you guys want to hear from us daily you want a daily running podcast let us know yeah we could rec- we could record them on the run yeah there you go that wouldn't that be annoying we should have stopped this a long I know. Time this ago. is great all right this is running on tap uh you guys have a wonderful week Bye. thank you so much